Thank you for joining us. This is Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. And you're listening to Diesel Performance Podcast. Uh, yes, we are still recording from home. Chris, how are you doing over there, man? Uh, this app that we are using for the recording, um, I'm not the biggest fan of. We had a couple issues in earlier uh few weeks ago with some of the recordings. So I always have that fear in the back of my mind, but, uh, you know, um, I, I go from one room in the house to another room in the house. I'm here. I'm still breathing. So yeah, we're doing well. How about you? How are you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, yeah, everybody in the house is healthy and happy. Um, it, it, it is getting boring. Uh, thank God for some podcasts. I know we're not the only podcast out there. So I just want to give a big shout out to all of the other guys making the diesel podcast or diesel performance related podcast out there. A uh, lot of great content guys. So if you're listening to us, you'll probably enjoy them too. Um, there's some other really cool automotive shows out there. Have you been listening to the donut media podcast at all? Yeah. Yeah. I've listened to a couple episodes in my, uh, as I'm going through emails here at my uh, in my home office, I, I listen to some of those podcasts. So good stuff. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So stay sane out there, guys. Uh, we know some of us are getting bored. Great thing to do when you're getting bored. Go out and work on your truck. Um, Chris, you've been talking oh, yeah. to quite a few guys who that has quite literally been their plan. That's what they've been doing, huh? Yeah. I mean, I think when the whole COVID-19 kind of took place and went underway, you know, we were nervous as to what was business going to look like or what was going to be interest in modified trucks. And surprisingly enough, there's been an overwhelmingly amount of interest in essentially guys that haven't had time to work on their trucks. And it's been goals of theirs to, you know, do some upgrades and uh, they simply just didn't have the time to do it. And now they do. So um, I've had the opportunity to be a part of a lot of cool projects over the last few months. And uh, the, all those projects are really starting to shape up. Uh, so, you know, diesel performance and, and minimal or extravagant upgrades are still available. And, you know, right now it's the buyer's market. You know, a lot of shops are doing promos and sales. Uh, us over at Calibrated Power, we have a real big turbo sale that's still live right now through the end of the month, uh, through Thursday the 30th. Um, so a lot of guys are snatching up turbos and, you know, looking for that next step of, uh, upgrades to their truck. That's right, man. Yeah. So 15% off all stealth turbos, uh, the third gen 67. So your Cummins 03 to 07 guys, uh, you want to do one of those in a 67 yeah. that's 25% off, uh, just a few days left. So we're recording this on Monday, April 27th of 2020. Uh, it should go live tomorrow, April 28th. So you guys just will have just the two days. Jump on over at DuramaxTuner.com. Give Chris a call, 815-568-7920. Get yourself a turbo. Great thing that goes with a turbo. A few other supporting mods. Uh, Chris, let's talk about fuel, man. If you're going to run a third-gen 67 on your 2006 Cummins, you got a built trans, you got a lift pump, you, you got traction bars, you got some other basic supporting mods, where where would you coach that guy guy to go with his fuel system if he say wanted to hit that like 700 800 horsepower number yeah i mean that's you know that that turbocharger first and foremost is a really solid foundation um and it gives you a lot of opportunity um extrg you know uh they offer a lot of different options for a lot of you know the the cummins and duramax enthusiasts out there um you want to go modest then go 650 to 700 horse i would say just doing like a 45% over or their, uh, their Bosch Motorsport 100 horse injectors. Um, those are always nice, a little easy on the pocketbook, if you will. Um, 
However, if you're looking to get closer to that 800 mark and really just use that Stealth 67 for what its capabilities are, uh, I'd probably say let's jump up to a set of like 100 overs and like a 12 millimeter pump. Um, yes, it's a little more fuel than what the turbo uh, would actually need, but then you get to scale things down and, you know, keep a nice happy medium for the overall truck. Operation. God, I love that setup. So, uh, yeah, oh, it's so fun. <laughs> we had it last year. We did really well in the slide pull for the year, but, uh, you know, it's 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 very universal and it's very street friendly. Um, and it's just, it's awesome because you can keep smoke manners to a, to a minimum. So, you know, little to no smoke output and you get good mileage and you get quick responsiveness. You don't have to relearn how to drive the truck with either the fuel setup or the air setup. Uh, so yeah, I mean, hats off to Exergy, you know, set up with the crossover tubes, the injectors and the, the pump, um, which would be like the upgrade next after generally doing a turbocharger and you already had the trans. And That's the right. Now, for tuning, so, uh, it's nice. Now, uh, Chris, so many times we run that. into guys who have a setup like this or very similar to this. And then we start digging into it and find out that they missed a whole bunch of supporting mods or they missed maybe some parts that we could have helped them out with from WC fab. What are some of the key components you grab from WC fab when you're setting up a truck like this? Oh, man. I mean, first and foremost, the set of traction bars are going to go a real long way. Um, WC Fab also has a really cool uh, driver side air intake horn and driver side intercooler pipe, um, which on the third gen 5.9s are uh, really common to upgrade just simply because it has a plastic uh, intercooler tube. Um, so it's common to upgrade those. So WC Fab has nice options as far as how to upgrade that stuff. Um you know, there's all these little bells and whistles that you can do. Whirly offers an air intake. They offer other intercooler pipes for the, you know, the passenger side of the truck. Um, they don't really do much on third generation piping kits. Like you can mix and match and piece together stuff um, because then you get into like Jason's like a uh, single uh, second gen style kit, which I don't think that would be the best option for the 67 or the 64 Stealth, mainly because of the intercooler uh, pipe and how the compressor housing uh, is repositioned. The pipe's going to be a little wild. I'm sure that they could do it, but it's not something that they offer currently. So, All right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think there's a way to set up a, a well-rounded truck. And we talk about that a lot. And we talk about starting at the beginning, right? Like, like you can't walk into a shop and say, build me a th thousand horsepower check or truck. Here's a check and walk out and come back and have exactly what you want. Because we <laughs> missed a whole bunch of questions right. that we need to yep. set that up properly, right? So start at the beginning. How do you want the truck to drive? What do you want to do with the truck? Well, what's the purpose? You, you know, where are you at? Like, like the, all these things play into a factor of how we're going to do it. And so many times we build a truck, we have a lot of fun with it. And then our goals change, right? Chris, I know you've been through this, yeah. build a big single turbo VP truck. It's a blast, but that's not something you want to put your kid in today. You, you know, li life has a no, way of doing that to us, right? Well, and it's also, it, it's odd because, you know, being, being with the, with calibrated, you know, the company as a whole, I've been with the company six years now, you've, I've dealt with customers that I had the honor of working with five years ago and they set their truck up a certain way. And then they come back a couple of years later because again, their lives and their motives have changed and they need to reset the truck up a different way. And, you know, utilizing some of those components are still possible if, if you know what you're working with. So you know, it's always nice to ask questions. Anytime, you know, I work with anyone, you always try to build a blueprint, build that big solid foundation to kind of work around. And then if you have to move certain components in and out of the system, i.e. turbo injector, things like that, you can do so. And little, little things like that can change the whole operation of the truck and everything that it can support. So, you know, just uh, the proper component selection is, is key. 
And that's the reason I'm talking about this is because it's such a big topic, I think, across so many of our episodes. But I really have been noticing it more and more as I talk in the listener ride reviews about how guys pick their trucks. And some of these guys, hey, they've been through some of those tough spots where they bought the wrong shit and they had to buy it twice. But so many of the guys yeah. who, who I've been talking to, they really are doing their research. They really are taking their time and they're getting themselves educated and, and they still find that, like I said, you build it one way and then, you know, Hey, a few years later, you want to go back, you want to build it a different yeah. way. You have a new purpose. And I think today's listener ride review really drew that to a, to a very obvious example of somebody who we know and loved white croon uh, is our guest on the show today. He, he has had monster, big, high horsepower, dino Queens, drag race trucks. And he's today driving a, stock truck you, you know it's 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 funny to see that evolution of a diesel truck owner i think and i think dwight does a really good job of bringing that to life <laughs> yeah absolutely let's get him on man let's hear the episode All right, guys, you know, this has become my favorite part of the show where we get to have you, the listeners on the show to talk to us and go through your builds. I couldn't think of a better guy to to see back on the show as one of our very first guests that we ever interviewed from the diesel industry back when we first started Diesel Ride Review. It's Dwight Kroon. Dwight, how the hell are you, man? Awesome, man. How's it going? It's going great. I'm so glad to have an OG podcast guest on here. I think I remember I remember you coming on the show so clearly because I think you were the first guy that I did not have to explain what a podcast was to, which was really nice for me. So that was a treat. That's right. Awesome. <laughs> Dwight, you've been around the diesel industry for a day or two now. Uh, I think yeah. you got some experience in the seat. I know you're, you love that big sea life. Um Give our listeners a rundown, man. How'd you get your start in diesel performance? Man, it started long ago. Um, my dad and uncle were uh, mechanics for um, a company called Super Concrete in uh, Washington, D.C. And they were, uh, you know, they worked on all the mixers and loaders and, and everything. And, and they actually had a show truck. It was, a, I think it was like a 1929 or 32 Mac truck and they called it uh old number one and we used to take that truck to parades and truck shows big truck shows and uh big rig shows you know and um so way back then i was in the trucks and big trucks and and um and then uh of course that changed over to cars as i got older <laughs> and, and, um, <laughs> and and believe it or not i i we toured, we did uh NMCA back in the nineties, late nineties. Um, and a friend of ours, nitrous Pete had a 97 power stroke and it had like everything done to it. And I had never been in a truck that run like this and it was mind blowing. I'm like, <laughs> back then I'm like, man, th this thing, will beat a Mustang. I mean, it was fast. <laughs> you just never felt nothing like that. And, and then after that I was hooked and, um, Shortly after that, the 99 Power Stroke came out, and um, I had to have one. And so it, it started with that, and then I had another Power Stroke that had a bunch of stuff done to it. And then I ran into a guy with a Cummins. And end of story, then my next truck was a Cummins. <laughs> I 
I, I love that story where it starts with this passion that this this childhood experience yeah. of getting to ride in the big truck during the big parade, right? Which as a kid oh, just yeah. feels That's humongous. Right. Um and then to to come across the seven three, it's been funny to me, listeners. Write in if you have a seven three and that was your first exposure to quote unquote diesel That's performance. Because I know here on the show we poke at the seven three. I drove oh, a yeah. seven three for many years I, during I the show. Two of them. Uh, not a fast no, truck, but I had not. one. I had bought one from a friend of mine, <laughs> um, and it had everything you could buy from banks done to it. And it ran good. Like <laughs> it, it, it ran good, but that's what you thought ran good. I'm telling you, man, I, I ran up against a guy in the Cummins and that was it, buddy. I was hooked after that. I'm getting six in a row. <laughs> now that the, the Cummins world, the big C, that is what I know Dwight oh, for. Um, now we're, we're going to dive into a new truck that you have, but you're just coming off of a, of a, your last build. Give our listeners just kind of a brief overview. What are some of the high performance Cummins that you've owned? What have you fought? Uh, I had an O three, um, that had a set of twins and a, you know, of course the built trans, the injectors, the, the twin CP three pumps, uh, and it made like 800 horse. The O three did, and it was a fun truck. And, um, and then I just, I, the tuning was not available for it. You know, you were just stuck with a smarty and I'm like, oh, I'm dumping this thing. <laughs> and, um, I, I found a 06. I had, um, LaVon build me a set of his side-by-side twins. And, um, and then I just, I went down that rabbit hole <laughs> and, um, and I built, I did a full build. I, I ended up, you know, I bought a, um, 06 single cab. I did a full motor build, um, you know, it took a little over a year to build that thing. And, um, you know, of course the whole thing, twins and pumps and big air, big fuel in it, in it on the, it was a 63 over a 480 and that setup made like 1240. And, um, and then a little later on, I put a set of, uh, stainless diesel, uh, twin turbo set up the knuckle sandwich. And, uh, that thing made 1327. <laughs> And uh, it was a lot of fun. That, that, truck, was a, that, that truck was a hot rod. You know I, mean? I like I like how you, you described the 800 horsepower one like somebody would describe their mom's station wagon. You're like, you know, yeah, it was like 800 horsepower, like whatever. Uh, and then just diving straight into 1,200 and 1,300 yeah. horsepower range, all on fuel only, right, if I remember correctly? Yes, correct, fuel only. Man. And, and, and those were like – and with the 0.3, it was a quad cab long bed. You know, and I I did every I towed with that thing. I daily drove it. I mean, it was a great truck, but it just wasn't where I wanted to be. And um, and and then you know I got the 06, and like I said, I jumped down that rabbit hole, and it was fun. Yeah. It, it was a lot. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Um, I bought that truck in like 2014, and I just sold it back in November, and um, purchased a 2019 limited. 2019 jumping all the way up to the new stuff uh that's a big technology jump i had to yes i had to do it um i was looking at fourth gens and um you know people still want good money for it and and i was like man just for a little bit more money i could i could have a brand new truck with a warranty (laughs) (laughs) well a warranty only matters if you promise not to to modify everything right so 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, you buy an $80,000 truck, you tend not to want to fuck with it a lot. <laughs> uh, have you done anything since you got it on the new one? You know, uh, I, I had it debadged and uh, I tended the front windows. And that's it right now. I, I do want to tune Ooh. it. I, I, I like. Um, well, I, make sure you let I them know about your long it. mod I, I list like... before you you get a tune for it. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, how are you using this truck? So back in the day, like you were mentioning, your O three, you towed with it, you drove it, you did everything. I assume that thirteen hundred horsepower truck. I know it spent some time on the road, but I would assume you didn't hook to a ton of huge trailers and pull across the country. I didn't. You know. Um, the, the, that truck was just a sure. toy. You know, I, I really couldn't do a whole lot with it. Uh, couldn't put the family in it. Um, I, you know, you couldn't put nothing in it. I had a stack, of course, so you couldn't really put anything in the back and want to keep it clean yeah. as far as using <laughs> it for something. But uh, So how about the 19? Are you so, just going to get but, groceries uh, yeah, in it this now? Truck, yeah, man, I drive it to work every day, you know adaptive cruise control and led lights are real nice. And, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, you know, it, you can start it up from, uh, in the basement and, uh, and, and when it's cold enough, man, the, the seats turn on and the steering wheel gets warm. It's great. Dwight, I feel like, I feel like our listeners could hear you grow up through like the three times you've been on the show. Like, <laughs> I know, right. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> Well, they haven't seen me on messenger. <laughs> um, so let let's dive in. Let let's give our listeners some of that some of that age old wisdom that that you've accrued through this time of having these trucks and going from that that mild to wild to grandpa. Um, what do you think out of all the parts, out of all the changes, out of all the mods you ever did? What was the biggest pain in the ass? What was the hardest thing you ever had to do when modifying a diesel? Keep a transmission living. <laughs> i mean truth be known man i, went through I love my how a cummins guy talks about that i love how a cummins guy talks about it as though it's a voodoo it's like well if i could just find some sort of magic spell to keep my transmission oh, living you know i did I, I did and his name's levon miller yeah um, <laughs> he he was the uh he was that's 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 where uh that's where it, it, it came down to you know he he uh he did his thing man and uh, i tell you he he uh he was actually able to solve the um the issue underlying issue that was you know killing him transmissions and and torque converters and everything and and um so i i give my credit to him you know yeah, no question about that. Levon's a man uh, when it comes to a Cummins, when it comes to diesel, uh, but especially when it comes to that that 68 uh, and those earlier trances out of those Cummins, that's that's his bread and butter, man. Um, yeah, it was a 48. And I said 68. I'm sorry. Story. I've lost you my mind. 68. Yep. I didn't mean to, but yes, I you are it. correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So, so keeping the trans alive, working with Levon, huge, huge help uh, for anybody in the Cummins world. Um, what do you think, what, what modification outside of a transmission, what modification do you think made the biggest impact to one of your trucks? What was like total night and day difference of, of going down this rabbit hole? Uh, injectors. When you add fuel to a truck and, um, that's, that's where, that's where they shine 
like for me. So I had, you know, all the supporting mods, the, you know, the lift pump, then you put CP3s on it and then you put injectors in it. And man, that's, that's when she shines, you know, uh, first, like say, for instance, my O3, I did all the air side stuff first, you know, and, and I started adding fuel. Like I did with that truck at first, I did nozzles like a hundred horse nozzle or, uh, yeah, hundred horse nozzle. And then the, when I put dual CP3s on it, man, that thing just woke up. It was, it was, it was just a night and day different truck. And then when I did the 06, I had the, I had 125% over injector and dual pumps. And I went, stepped it up from a, from that to a 250% injector. And it just, man, I'll tell you, it's just night and day difference. So adding, adding fuel to it, man, just really seat of the pants, just woke it up big time. Hell yeah. You know, it's interesting when we talk about that, because I think a lot of guys end up going down that road, right? Where you do your turbo first, it's usually a little bit more affordable if you're going to a single, or if you're going into to twins, you're like, well, I'm going to pull pull a trailer at lower EGTs. Like there's all sorts of practical purposes to talk yourself into upgrading the turbo. Uh, The injectors, I do feel like, like you can hear people's wall just taking off a significant investment for any truck. Um, But man, when you got the right set and they're running the right, what you want out of it. I got to agree with you, man. It's just, it's a home run. It's the best feeling. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, fuel side, is it's just it's very it's the most important to me you know like um fuel you know and of course tuning goes with it all so and the right combination you got to have the right combination you know from the converter to the it's just all got to match i've said it before you got to have the fuel for the air and the and the converter for the for the combination and and it's just all in what you're going to use it for. That's that's pretty much what it comes down to. Can you give our listeners of a time when you had it wrong? When you had it set up like just just backwards, just wrong. Like you were just missing a piece. Walk us through what that was like. Oh yeah, yeah. I um I went from uh, well my O three truck specifically. Uh, I went from having a sixty two over an eighty to I'm going to put a big single on it, and um. And I, I did that, but my converter was just way too tight. It was probably a 150 RPM below stock mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, 1800 RPM kind of converter. It was just way too tight. So you're talking about a pig. It was a pig. And uh, it just it just didn't do what I wanted. You Can know? you expand so, on that a little bit? What, what did it feel like to drive came. it when you had your setup uh, where it was just way too tight? It's 150. I'd imagine it's, it's locking up when you don't have any power. So it's bogging you down even further, right? Oh, it just, yeah, it was. And yeah, it, yeah, exactly. So it was, re- it, it wouldn't spool. It was, it would sp- smoke like crazy. Um, it just had no low end power. Um, and again, tuning was, a big issue because sure. I was limited to a smarty back then. You know, we didn't have HP tuners and all the cool stuff yeah. in M3 and whatnot. So that's kind of what I was dealing with. But yeah, so mismatching parts like that will not be great. All right. All right. I like it. I think that's a good thing. You know, it takes a lot of time to learn that type of shit. Now, some of it you're going to learn just 
from proxy of being involved, right? Just by experience, you're, you're eventually going to learn some yep. of this stuff. Other stuff, you really got to go hunt down the information. What are some of the resources you have used over the years, Dwight, to, to learn more about diesel performance? You know, back in the day, uh, it was Cummins Form and um, um, Facebook, you know, uh, networking, you know, networking through social groups on, on say, Facebook. You know, of course, over the years, you can kind of filter out the bullshit from the facts, <laughs> but, um, you know, that's that's pretty much, um, you know, finding someone who's done it, find a shop who has dealt with this experience or give them a call and, and, and nine times out of 10, you know, they're, you're going to get the right information. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a good one. I think I think a lot of us know to jump on the old Google machine and and jump on the line and see what's out there. Um, and that, like you said, that can lead you to yep. some good stuff. I think some pretty basic common sense can can steer you in a lot of good directions when it comes to sifting through the internet. Uh, but there's also just this magic resource that that funny little magic box called the telephone and just calling somebody, just like, hey man, you're a shop. You guys deal with this all the time. That's right. What the fuck? What do I do? Right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. You, and you know, it's, it's, what's, uh, what's wild is, uh, back in the day, you know, probably like 2010 when I had my O3 going, um, and, and I was brand new to the performance side of, of things. And, um, I was calling, uh, Fabian from, you know, uh, toxic diesel out in Utah, you know, um, they were back then, uh, you know, Diesel Power was a brand new magazine. It was the <laughs> hot rod of diesel trucks, if you will. Man, they had a killer like ad in the magazine. So guess what? I picked up the phone, communicated with them. They gave me great tips. I bought parts from them. You know, and that's it. It it, it, it seems so simple, but I think it's something that that's so commonly people get wrong. Um, Hey man, there's a time to ask, ask a question to your buddies. There's a time to ask a question on Facebook. There's a time to, to hit a contact us form. And there is a time where like, when you just need help, pick up the phone and call a shop and see if you can get some answers. Uh, it's amazing how quickly and how well that goes. Sometimes I think a lot of people are surprised at how many people in the diesel performance community actually want to help. Like it's not even so much about you have to buy parts from me. It's just like, I, I like talking about diesel trucks. Give me a call. Let's talk about it. You know, hey, if I can help you get something cool, but if you need help, you need help. That's right. And if they don't, if they don't buy, and if they don't buy something today, they're going to buy something tomorrow, or they're going to tell their buddy who helped got they got help from, and they're going to buy something from you. So it's it's a it's, totally it agree. comes around full circle. Uh, Dwight, I definitely appreciate you carving out some of your time to talk to our listeners about your experience in diesel performance. Who do you want to give a shout out to, man? Who's been a big help to you? Oh man, let's put uh Levon Miller out there, Firepunk Diesel. Uh his transmission uh service and just hospitality has been off the chain. Um you got Johnny Gilbert, stainless diesel, uh with his badass twin turbo setups that he's got out there. And um you know, Gordon Linda Mood with his uh excellent tuning that he did for me over the years, those uh with the O uh, six and um Gosh, who else do you know? And you guys, you guys have been great to me, you know, uh, back when, uh, EFI live was 
first available for the 06 truck, the platform when it was still in beta, you know, Nick, Nick <laughs> pregnancy he was, he was like, man, I was like glued to YouTube watching him with this little white two wheel drive. Oh, six truck just blazing through Illinois there, you know, making passes. And I'm like, Oh my God, I, I got to have that, you know? So, um, I mean, hats off to what he does. He, he's a great with uh, R and D, you know, and putting out the insight and, and knowledge is power. So I like it. Well, that's awesome. Uh, any final advice for our listeners? Do it right. Spend your money one time, you know, that's, that's, that's about, that's about what I can tell you to save your pocket. It's it's good advice. It's hard to follow sometimes, isn't it though? Very hard. <laughs> you know, I'm a two and three timer. <laughs> I'm a cheap fuck too, man. I get it. Like I'll, I'll look at two things and I, I often am like, well, I'll buy the one in the middle, it, you know, like I'm not going to buy the cheapest version of That's this, right. I'm not going to buy the most expensive version of it. Right. Um, I'm going to get the one in the middle and, and then we'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah. I, I'm yeah, right there I with mean, you. I and, usually am doing it two or three times too. And, and, and like, uh, you just, you don't know, man. I mean, experience is everything, you know, we call that OJT <laughs> on the job training and, um, you just, sometimes you just can't read it from a book. You know, you just got to go out there and do it. I love it. Well, that's good stuff. Dwight, again, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. I know our listeners are going to love this. Get part of the show and talk about your ride, talk experience in diesel. Go on over to Fans of Diesel Performance Podcast Facebook group. Uh, jump on the same link that everybody else did. Click on it. Sign up for a date. Uh, Chris or myself will get on the phone. We'll interview you, and we'll put it together for an episode. For today, this has been Paul Wilson. Stay safe out there, guys. I know, right? Don't tell nobody. <laughs> well, they haven't seen me on Messenger. <laughs>